We are live. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Muscle Brigade Morning Show. Oh, man. It is, I don't know what um, what the temperature is, but it's warm. It was warm yesterday. Felt good yesterday as we went to Creighton to do a little family Christmas with her side of the family. It's always good seeing those people. Um, and the weather was was really nice. And uh, and then we ended up going to Harrisonville, and I got some things from the good old Wally World. Yeah. So, and then uh, today, took my son to basketball, basketball, doing some practice, um, and now I, I've been uh, sitting here talking to some people on uh, the Marco Polo app and Messenger, and uh, just scrolling, thinking about things and whatnot, so... It is, uh, it's a nice day out today. Uh, the wind is a little windy today from what it looks like. Looking at the trees and the, that great American flag over at the current center. <clears throat> so I want to, I want to take this time to say thank you to everybody that listens to my podcast to my rants and conspiracy conspiracy theories some people have said that so anyways uh i do appreciate it um and all that good stuff and i am uh I'm, i'm on break i just finished up school last night uh so i'm on break so i'm i'm actually gonna sit down uh today later today and try to come up with uh some better some better topics um instead of just kind of rambling um and i'll come up with key points and discussions and whatnot and one of them i think one of them that i'll talk about actually came from a buddy this morning about abortion um he had sent me a message and um you know, we'll, we'll talk about the different aspects of abortions on what's right and what's not. What's what's not right in my eyes, what's not right in maybe society's eyes, um, you know. Because I, I try to keep, I told somebody this, I try to keep everything on the table. All ideas and theories and whatnot problem solving skills on the table and then we're like okay hey this ain't working like i told you in another episode this ain't working so we we take it off the table type deal uh but until we come to that conclusion i try to keep it all on the table um so yeah we'll talk about abortion i want i actually want to do one about the bible as well not about not the bible specifically but maybe a, a lesson in the in the bible a book in the Bible, picking out a a book, and then picking out um, 
a um, a chapter and then a verse or a couple verses and um, decipher and talk about it um, because I just I think it would be good Um, talk about some sports maybe Uh, we can always talk about COVID and another topic maybe that we need to talk about is the stimulus package that we're getting again um, on the breakdown of it, like they approved a, however big it was, nine, 900 billion or something. It might be bigger than that. I don't know. I think that's what I heard. Um, but some people don't qualify for it. So where's that extra money going? Like, is that, is that how corrupt our government is? Is that we need to um, make the people believe that they're getting money, but then the extra seven hundred billion or whatever it is is going to get redistributed somewhere else, like to politicians or to fund this um, business? I don't know. I don't know. So that's some research I'll have to do. Uh, Today's December 21st. I believe, I think it's the 21st. Pretty sure it's the 21st. Uh, Yes, the 21st. Four more days until Christmas. So, Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Happy New Year. Um, I'll, I'll do this all the way through. So, I'll do one on Christmas and all that good stuff. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things I want to talk about right now, but, um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how much to tell. Uh, so I guess what I'll do is inform you guys on how this, um, this letter is going, my, my suspension letter. Uh, Saturday, oh man, sorry. So Saturday, um, I reached out to a few board members, um, because I don't have the principal's cell phone number, and I don't have the athletic director's cell phone number, and, you know, I don't know how much that they would talk to me over the weekend, but, um, I did reach out to a couple board members. Or I should say a few board members. I was on the phone talking to one of them. And then, I didn't realize this when I was on the phone with them. But I realized I missed a call after I got off the phone with them. And I was like, well, that number's weird. And it was another board member that specifically called me. And uh, I just thought that was weird. But back to the board member, the first board member that I talked to. They asked me if I had gotten a warning, and I said, from the ref, and they said, no, a warning from the school, and I was like, no, Mm -hmm. and he was like, well, I can say he, because you're still not going to know who it is, because the whole board is he's men, I think, yeah, yeah, so I was like, 
a warning. And he was like, yeah, you're supposed to get a warning before you get suspended. And I said, oh, yeah, didn't, didn't know that. I said, but look, man, I said, I don't mind serving the 14 days, but I said, what I do have an issue with is this letter. I said, so I think if I'm going to get 14 days, because up to 14 days, I think is what the rule, the handbook reads. If I'm going to serve 14 days, I want it to be right. You guys are convicting me of something something that I did is by getting ejected, but the events leading up to it do not apply to me because it was not me. And he, he was like, yeah. And you know, I had mentioned the individual that did stand up and did point his finger and did yell at the official. It wasn't me. And, uh, and I, I, I told him this and I, I told another board member and I told, I think I told all the board members that I talked to. And I, I told the superintendent, like, look, I get when a fight breaks out, normally the person that gets in trouble is the one that throws the last punch. I get it. I said, but there's just too much evidence that's not included in this letter. There's too much evidence that, um, Leading, leading up to it, there's too much evidence out there that you haven't even attempted to look at. So I asked if he if he would look at the cameras from that night to see if I stood up. I said, because I'm going to tell you this, you can watch, pull up a huddle account, anybody's huddle account, because I pulled my sons up, or my son logged in and, and we watched it. At no time was I irate. At no time was I uh, using profanity. In fact, if you watch the game, most of the time, I'm not even paying attention. I'm looking at my phone. I'm there to support the kids. More, more than that, I'm there to support my son, which doesn't play a whole lot. He's a freshman. And it makes him mad that he doesn't play. And I'm like, listen, two things are going against you. One, he's like, you're my dad. And I started laughing. I said, no. I said, I don't care who the parent is. I said, that should never be the case of why a kid plays or doesn't play. I said, the first thing against you is you're a freshman. I said, you know how good that you would have to be to play, let alone start varsity as a freshman, you have to be exceptional. And two, I said, you're short. The only way you're going to get to play is you have to have exceptional ball handling skills, which you do not. Was I wrong for telling him that? I don't think I was. I think what's what's wrong is that we don't tell our kids what they're not good at or give them some constructive criticism. So when they get older and somebody does criticize them, it hurts them even more or they get mad about it. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't think my son should 
play, let alone start. Um, so I'm there to, you know, support the team. And there's times that, you know, I get really involved and then there's times that I don't. Um, for whatever reason. There's that. <coughs> Sorry. I, uh, I told, uh, I told all of the board members and I told, uh, the superintendent, I said, I don't mind doing the 14 days. Like, that's not what I have an issue with. The issue is the way it's worded in the letter. If you're going to suspend me for 14 days, then I want it to be accurate. You're not just going to throw some things together. I'm not going to take all the blame for this. It was both sides of the crowd. The Osceola coach threw the clipboard to the ground for a bad call or, or something. I don't know if he got a technical for it. I don't even know if he got a warning. Um, as And all that. And you know, we get training as officials that states how to handle conflict resolution and how and how to avoid it too. The one thing you don't do as an official is you don't start staring in the general direction that you think somebody is being loud. You don't stare. You don't look up there. Unless you're going to look up there and acknowledge like somehow whether it be a net a head nod like yep you're right I missed that call um <clears throat> type deal but I guess uh I guess that official had enough I don't know I mean I could easily say that I felt threatened the official threatened me because he was staring up there And the school won't give me his number so I can report that he threatened me by staring at me, by giving me eye contact uh, multiple times throughout the game. But we're not going to go there. Um, I did ask for the mission report. I said, well, if you guys are convicting me of this 14-day suspension, I said, and uh, I'm guilty before I'm proven innocent instead of I'm innocent until I'm proven guilty type scenario. I said, there's, I said, I want that mission report. And he was like, oh, he's like, uh, I, I don't even know how I, he's like, that's an Ashley deal. I said, I get it. I said, but I want that report. I said, I'm not trying to make this a bigger thing it is, but I want that report that the official filed and I want to read it. Okay. I said, because you're not going to convict me of being ejected from a game when you you don't have all the facts at all at all and I don't I'm not really I don't really care if this is the way it's been done in the past uh 
and I'm I'm trying to work with them, and I say them the school, on saying, hey, this is bogus. Maybe we need to go back in and look at this so that we can set up some steps. I told one of the board members so that we can set up steps for an appeal or set up steps to investigate. Like, hey, you're ejected from a game, and as whoever it is that's walking you out can tell you, like, hey, this is what's going to happen. We are going to investigate this before we come down with any suspension. We have, I don't know, make it 72 hours. That gives you three days to collect and gather all the evidence that you need, all the facts that you need, should be. Um, And when Misha comes down and says, hey, this is this is what we got that you had a fan that was ejected. We want to know what happened or what's going on. So then you come in and you tell Misha, hey, we're investigating it. You will have your answer in 72 days or 48 hours. But at least give us have that have that timeline. And if it's 48 hours, that's two days. I think that would be enough. I just said 72 to give you a little extra time. (sighs) But we can go with 48. Tell Misha, hey, we got, we're going to investigate it uh, to figure out why he, he or she was ejected and get all of our facts straight before we come down with this suspension. And this, or or a warning, or whatever it is. And this sets up two things. One, it sets up, I don't really care about Misha, um, if they're going to be mad that you have to investigate it. This does a couple things. One, it it gives due process. Now, the fan that is getting ejected from the from the game doesn't feel like they're guilty. They feel like they have a chance. They're getting they're gonna look into it. They have to pull all their things. And before we make our decision, we may even call you in to talk to the principal or the superintendent along with the athletic director. Or talk to the board members. I don't know. Somebody brought up they believe that when a fan is ejected, that that should automatically go to the board. The board should have to uh, convene. With, and that could be part of the 48 hours. The board would have to convene and uh, discuss what happened and then make a decision. So within that 48 hours, if this was the case, you're taking it out of the principal's hands superintendent and or the athletic director on the decision. The athletic director can still be there. You have a closed meeting or whatever, and she could still be there. She's part of the school. And I think that would be um, okay. You know, she's the public figure, public figure for the athletic side. And she's going to have to know anyway, to send it to Misha, right? So, you get all the facts, 
and the board convenes. And they can look at it and be like, well, before we make a decision, I, I would like to say that as a board member, I was at that game. And I I watched, let's use me, I watched Curtis Glenn. I watched him stand up and point directly at the official. And yell aggressively. Because there were board members there. And if they want to put that on me, by all means, let them put it on me. But I want proof. And there's there's too many videos out there. Prove to me that I stood up. Prove to me that I pointed at the official. Because I did not stand up. Pretty sure I didn't uh, point at the official either. I pointed at where the foul occurred, not to the official. It was over by the score table. So, it's due process, man. Due process. Don't convict me unless you're going to have your facts straight. And you don't. You do not right now. And this is not a blast to anybody, a target to anybody. I'm just letting you know that as a school that we can do better. I'm letting you know that there is room for improvement on this. Does the board have to convene to set the uh, suspension? No, they don't have to. They can still leave that to the athletic director and the superintendent. But if they decide not to go that route, I would still say that as soon as somebody gets ejected, somebody on the board needs to know. And whoever that board member is, whether they're there at the game or whatever, they need to let the president know. So that way, everybody on the board is tracking that this individual got ejected from the game. Right? Makes sense? And then they can go from there. But having the board basically convict, right? Um hand down the punishment I think would be I honestly kind of agree with it because I think it would be a lot better than the superintendent and the athletic director because and this is why <clears throat> I was told on the phone that I'm an I'm an adult therefore Misha's got no jurisdiction on me they have jurisdiction on my kids or any kid that plays for uh, the school that they play for. Missouri State High School. High School. Athletic Association. It's not Missouri State Adult Career Athletic Association. So, and I'm not trying to be a pain in, any, anybody, in anybody's side. I'm here to work with them. And that's what I told all of the board members. I'm not I'm not mad at any of the board members. They didn't do it do what I did. I was the one that did it. I was the one that yelled at, at the official. And that's the only thing in my letter that I can agree with is that I yelled. Was it aggressively? What's aggressively? What's unsportsmanlike? Right? What's unruly? 
I was deemed an unruly fan. What is unruly? Because my definition of unruly is going to be different than that official's definition of unruly. It's going to be different than Ashley's definition of unruly. Right? I'm just saying, and that's part of, you know, collecting evidence. If this were to be revised, start putting in terms that you're going to use on this, this letter, memo. I'm going to call it a memo because that's basically what it is. Memorandum. Um, start breaking down terms like unruly. Put them in the handbook. Uh, unruly. Um, and whatever else um, that they can use for, you know, the, the official saying like he was unruly or whatever, you know. Uh, what's... What's aggressively, like what's yelling? Because I, I try to tell the players this whenever I coach. There's a difference between me getting loud and me yelling at you. And one of the kids looked at me like I was crazy and said, no, there's not. I said, yes, there is. I said, whether I'm on a basketball court or a football field, I said, I have to yell to ensure that you or any of your teammates can hear me. For a football field, because one, you're outside, and two, it's huge. On a basketball court, because you're inside and the fans can get loud, or the cheerleaders, or whoever. I'm yelling something, and the whistle might be blowing. So I have to yell to ensure that you hear me. I was not aggressive whenever I yelled. I yelled because, yes, I did want him to hear me. Because in my head, in my mind, I thought that I already had it played out that if I yelled loud enough, he was going to come over to me and say, hey, can you tone it down? And then I could easily say, yes, sir, I can. I said, it's a timeout. Can I can I talk to you for a brief two seconds? Hey, I'm an official as well. This is my official number. Um, Blah, 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 blah. And then he might have understood better, but he did not. I got totally tossed from the game before I could even do that. It did not go to my plan at all. But that's neither here nor, nor there. The board making a decision on ejections. My thought process on this is that if the board is going to hand down the e suspension of the ejection, then I'm okay with that, but I think that there should be, hey, you're going to be suspended for up to, let's say they keep it at 14 days, up to 14 days, so if it's up to 14 days, then you need to say up to 14 days, this does not mean that we are going to suspend you for 14 days on your first offense or second offense or whatever. What this means is that we are going to look at this. We are going to take into consideration of the environment. We're going to take into consideration of the officiating. We're going to take into consideration uh, 
the facts, you know, whether it be a video fact from the camera uh, that could see me, or whether it is the uh, huddle camera or a prep cast camera, because I was told, well, he's like, we may have video, but we may not have audio. I said, well, if you need audio, just go to PrepCast. I said, you can't see me on PrepCast, but you can hear me on PrepCast. And, you know, some of the other things you could take take into consideration is somebody's moral values, somebody's ethics and integrity and um, their passion. Being from a small town, you should already know Certain people have different passions, whether it's music or choir or football or basketball, hockey. We do not have hockey, but I just threw that in there. (sighs) So, you know, everybody's got their, their passion that they're passionate for. And I am passionate for sports. But I'm also passionate for the town of Rich Hill. I'm passionate for the school district of Rich Hill. I'm passionate for everybody that works in the school district. Because I didn't, I know what kind of job they have and I know it's hard. And I know they get a lot of backlash from parents that think their kids are perfect and parents that think their kids do no wrong and parents that don't want to hold their kid accountable when they're failing, so they blame it on the teachers, that this teacher doesn't know how to teach. And I'll tell you, I I fell victim to that. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. I fell 